It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Hope your weekend is going well. We are 50% through it. Enjoy your Sunday if you're looking at property today. And it is the 19th day of February for 2023. In just a moment, we have seven days of real estate coming up where we talk to Maurice Bellamo, the principal at Stone Real Estate in Mossman on the lower North Shore and find out why investors love the area so much. Also, PRD Chief Economist Asti Mariasmo is in to talk about the cash rate policy expectations from the RBA and how that is all going to shape up and go down for 2023. Carlos Cacho from Jardin is talking about Sydney's decline this morning in property price values, but he does have some good news, a prediction that prices could start to rise back up again in 2024. But what factors would need to be in play for that to happen? Gavin Higney over on the other side of the country in Perth from WA. He's going to be talking about the 2023 Perth property market. And is it a good time to invest in WA? And we also catch up with Eric Murray on the Sunshine Coast about a couple of hidden suburbs. And they are along the stretch of beach between Caloundra and Malulaba. So that is all coming up this morning on 7 Days of Real Estate. It's your weekend real estate podcast. And if you're celebrating your birthday today for the 19th day of February, happy birthday to you. You are sharing it with Smokey Robinson, the singer. He is turning 82. Benicio Del Toro, the actor, he is turning 55. And Seal, the British singer, singer-songwriter, he's turning 59 today. We are just as addicted to property as you are. The Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast. Let's head around the country on your Sunday morning, checking on your weather. First we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Expecting a cloudy day and a lot of it. 27 is your forecast top. Melbourne cloud to clear probably this morning. Mainly fine for you with 27. Brisbane expecting a mainly fine Sunday and 31. And in Perth, just ditto, ditto, ditto. Another sunshine day. Plenty of blue skies and 33 degrees. Enjoy your morning coffee. It's your real estate weekend podcast in review. I understand that you are a valuer as well. So that would keep you pretty busy, wouldn't it? Yes. Look, I mean, primarily I just work as a, as a running the business and as an agent listing and selling. But yes, I am a valuer. The benefit of that is just wonderful. It's kind of a twofold angle when I'm giving people property advice from the sales side of things. And it's almost as if saying, well, left brain, super analytical, facts, figures driven and based, and you're 
right side is marketing and creative and strategy. And then I meld the two. So it's it's great advice for clients that are looking at an honest opinion in the current market, but then also focusing on, well, what's the best strategy and the ideal competitive edge? So yeah, being a valuer, Craig, it's extremely beneficial being an agent in this area and marketplace. You know, that's something I did, gosh, over 20 years ago now, and it's it's been wonderful, really good asset to have under my belt. It's held you in great stead. And let's just talk about these empty nesters because I would imagine that there's a number of these empty nesters because you'd have your fair share of them. Yeah, look, I have to say an attraction agent I am is really to the empty nester market. I've got a real soft spot for them. It's progressively for them. They've been in their home for such a long period of time, really seeking good sage advice from a trusted advisor in terms of they need to downsize. Do they downsize first, then sell the family home or vice versa? So it's it's something that I'm really passionate about in just helping and guiding people. A lot of them are on their own or they're widowed. So that's such an integral part of my job and daily life, guiding them through what way is going to assist to get them out of the home. And and sometimes too, Craig, overwhelming. They don't know where to start. They've been in the house for, you know, one of the recently I had 46 years in the one family home and she's on her own. Kids are overseas. So look, it's it's a big part um, of the role that we play and so much responsibility, but I just love it. You know, you've been doing this for, did you say 20? 23, 24 years? Something like that, long time. <laughs> it's a long yeah. time, Maurice. And I talk to a lot of yeah. uh, people, mm. you know, principals, uh, top selling agents <laughs> around the country, and you've got a lot of enthusiasm still coming through after all that time. So you're a people person, I can tell, you know, straight off the bat. Oh, thank you. I am. And look, I think the thing is for me, it's it's a lifestyle choice. I mean, I've got two children, been married for 20 years, but yes, this is all I know. And I just, every day I sincerely get up and I can't wait to get to work, guide my team, run the business, grow the business. It's just, it's, yeah, it's something that comes naturally to me. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not an easy gig. It's, it's a tough gig. This industry is not easy. It's not for everyone. So you've either got it or you don't. And for me, it's, it's just naturally, it's just, it's, it's a joy every day. And I mean that genuinely. It's your Real Estate Weekend podcast in review. What do you think the cash rate policy expectations from the RBA are likely to be for the rest of 2023? The cash rate hike that we saw uh, last week was the ninth consecutive and it actually broke the RBA's own record. The last time that they rose cash rates successively, it was seven times back in 2009, 2010. So they've never actually done nine times consecutive before. So it is quite historical for them itself and therefore for our economy. But if we look at the policy rate expectations as of the Statement of Monetary Policy, February 2023, There has been a slight change compared to November statement of policy in 2022. Beforehand in November, the RBA estimated that rates is going to peak at about 4% and it'll sell back down to just under um, 3% in 2024. Whereas now they've predicted that it'll go into a peak at about 4.1-4.2% another 0.2 sort of increase from November and settling to just above 3%. So a bit of an increase there from just under 4 to under 3. 
to just above four and above three percent. Okay, and critically, how are we going to see that translate into the real estate market? What does that look like long term? Look, there's two ways that you can look at this. You can look at it from the perspective of, you know, purely house prices and what's that doing to the market? Or you could look at it from the other perspective, which is like, how do we compare globally? From a global perspective, even though our cash rate peaks is higher, um, that's what the IBA has predicted, it's actually lower than the cash rate peaks that is predicted for New Zealand and USA, which is just above 5%, or Canada and the UK, which is just under 5%. So you're talking about 5% for other developed countries, whereas Australia is sitting at 4%. So if you look at it from that perspective, it gives you a bit of an idea that we might still see quite a lot of international investors coming into the market because our cash rate and therefore our interest rate with the banks and the loans and and everything is still lower than their own banks or their own loans. So investment from overseas, I would say, will still be coming into Australia, especially because in a global market, when you compare Australian prices, Even though it looks that it is high to us, that it's unaffordable to us, if you compare it to the UK, to Canada, to USA, we're actually still a more affordable market. So we should still see quite a lot of international investors coming into the country. It's your Real Estate Weekend podcast in review. And the property market is expected to face a significant downturn in 2023 with the possibility of house prices dropping by 25%. So can you elaborate a little bit on some of those numbers according to Jarden? Yeah, so so last week following that that shift in the RBA, we, we have cut our forecast for house prices. So we're expecting from the peak of last year, we could see a 20 to 25% fall. The real key driver of that is is those those increase in interest rates. A, a 4% cash rate is going to reduce how much uh, borrowers can, can borrow from the bank by over 35%. And that just means they're not going to be able to pay the same prices that they were willing and able to pay in 2021 and 2022. And so we do expect that's going to flow through to property markets um, around the country further this year and, and see prices uh, remain on a downward trend um, for most of 2023. And how do you predict that the cash rate could reach 4.1% by May? And what impact is that going to have on the average mortgage rate and more importantly, I guess, the borrowing capacity? You know, there's there's another three hikes to come. I think the average mortgage rate, you know, if we think we started this cycle, the average owner occupier was getting around two and a half. You add four to that, it's about six and a half. We've seen some competition, so it'll come down a bit, but really you're looking at six point something for owner occupiers and higher for investors. That's a, about a you know fifty to sixty percent increase in repayments. That's a that's a very significant jump. You've also got a lot of people coming off fixed rates that are ending this year, over three hundred billion dollars of loans. Um, the RBA said it's about 800,000 borrowers, and they're going to face a very significant rise, a lot of them on 2% or less, up to that, you know, 5 6 7% in some cases. So it's going to have a very significant um, impact on borrowers, and that's going to see borrowing capacity fall by around 30 to 40%, depending on the borrower and what sort of income growth they've had, um, which means if, you know, this time last year, you might have been able to borrow a million dollars, you might only be able to borrow six or 700 
$100,000 now. So it's a, it's a pretty material fall. Enjoy your morning coffee. It's your Real Estate Weekend Podcast in Review. And we are back with Gavin Higney this morning from Perth. And Gavin, what's your advice at the moment for first home buyers in the Perth market for 2023? Yeah, well, we've actually seen first home buyers' numbers actually uh, declining slightly and mainly centering around sentiment, rising interest rates, decreased borrowing capacity. Uh, But the unique thing about uh, Perth market is that the rental market is really strong, but importantly, the the yields on the residential property in the lower end, particularly in Perth, are some of the highest in Australia. I think second highest in Australia at the moment. So there's still an incentive for first-home buyers to buy. Uh, And in many instances, with rents rising at between 20% upwards a year in some areas, it still maintains cheaper to buy than than rent if people can get access to the money to, to buy what they want. What about investor selling pressures? Because I understand there's been a lot of investors that have been selling. What's going on in that market space? Yeah, we had, a, we had a long decline in our market where a lot of people bought properties and they declined for probably six or seven years. And like any market, when it goes backwards and people have invested, as soon as it goes back to the price that they paid, they, 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 they jump and they, they, and they get scared and they jump out and they go, I can get my money back, I'm out of here. And that's been happening for the last 18 months with about a 1,000 sales a month net being sold into the market from investors. And that's contributed to two things. One, it's watered down what otherwise would have been growth rates, but I think that's coming to an end now. So that's that's a, quite unique to Perth as distinct from the rest of Australia, given that we're out of cycle with the rest of Australia in our, in our market. Last time we spoke, we were talking about the, the Sydney buyers that were getting in there very strongly into the Perth market. And I think you've got some numbers that are suggesting there's quite a bit of international activity as well into Perth at the moment. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Um, you know, you look at the international searches for property and they're all searching property for available for rent, except for uh, actually out of India. Uh, the biggest searches are coming for property to purchase. And we are seeing international students arriving and, and, and being reinstated and a lot of uh, international Indian students. So the Indian community is um, increasing its presence in, in Perth and they're, they're strong overseas buyers at the moment, particularly in the northeast and southeast corridors of Perth. It's your Real Estate Weekend podcast in review. And we are back with Eric Murray on the Sunshine Coast this morning talking about a couple of areas that you might not have heard of before. So here we go, Eric, tell us where they are. Certainly, Craig. Uh, Currumundi Beach, it's one of the suburbs of Caloundra. It's the northernmost point from Caloundra. It's five kilometres from the Caloundra Central Business District. It's Northern Beach and it's doubly blessed. It has a, a natural lake, Karamundi Lake, that runs out into the ocean and there's a magnificent stretch of surf beach there. We have patrolled beach towers. It's a fabulous destination and very, very natural in its state. There's no real development on that side of the beach. It's a fabulous location and pre- presents a great lifestyle for the locals that live in that area. The other suburb is called Battery Hill, which adjoins Karamundi Monday with similar, very similar features. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.